Rebetzin Lepetelberger in his Sefer Shari Oil writes beautiful, beautiful descriptions of who the Yetzirah is. This Yetzirah, this, this our enemy who we've got to take on who we're encountering. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. He's a Melech Zokin Vaksil. He's a king. He's old. He's experienced. He's strong. He's Herculean. He doesn't have anything on his mind. He's not busy with anything. He doesn't have a wife and kids that bogs him down. He doesn't have to go make Parnassus for his family. He's not interested in current events. He has no other distractions. He's doing exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created him for. With the greatest kishon, with the greatest capability, he never gets lazy. And who's facing him? We, a person, a human being, we're so weak, we're weak like a worm, have so much in our mind, so much to do, all mixed up from all the things that we have to do and from what's in the palm of our hand. We can't think straight. Fall asleep, we're lazy, blind, running after our desires. How in the world are we going to be able to fight? How? How? Only, only, only if we're able to strengthen our Yerushalayim. We must strengthen our Yerushalayim. So let's take a moment to learn again about what war is all about in this week's parsha. If you want to know what war is, you got to see how people, how people, you know, how people battle. So take a marshal from Amalekim. Amalekim, Chazal teach us. What did Amalek do? Amalek came along and all the Jewish people, the Jewish people had left Mitzrayim and when they left, they left with a big bang. The world was shuddering from the Jewish people. And it fell upon them tremendous, tremendous fear. They were nothing. He made them he made them feel he made them puny. They were puny. Came along the Amalekim. And Rashi says, Asher So Rashi in the second chat says he made you cold. He made it cold. What does it make it cold mean? So Rashi says, Mashal to a heated bath, a boiling, scalding bath. That everybody is afraid. Nobody would even think to go into this bath. It's boiling. It's scalding until one Meshigana jumps in and even though he gets burnt he cooled off the bath 
What does this mean? What is the depth of this marshal that we're being taught? What is the depth of what Amalek did? We're being taught as fathers. The Yates Sahara comes and tells us, look at that bath. It's boiling. It looks like you can't do it, right? It's impossible. It's not an option. Nobody could jump into that boiling, scalding bath. And the gate terror says, you could. You could. It's an option. I'll show you. And he jumps into the bath and he shows you that what you thought was impossible is actually possible. It's an option. The same thing with the Nakhush. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Adam Arishan, don't eat from the tree. Comes along the Nakhush and tells to the woman, nah, not so terrible. It's not the end of the world. Nah, you won't die. You won't die. I'll show you. I'll show you. This is what happens to that guy that's in the tunnel. This guy that's in the Shaychuva's tunnel. And he's sitting there in the in the, in the jail. And the tunnel was opened up and he refuses to go out. What's he saying? He's saying it's an option to be in the in the prison. The prison is Chet. Chet has entangled all these people. And you can't get out of the Chet. That's what it means that they're in prison. And there's a tunnel to get out. What's the tunnel? The tunnel is Tshuva. There's a way to get out. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a tunnel for us so we could all get out. And this idiot stays inside and he doesn't go out because he says, no, it's an option. It's an option. Those people, those that those guys over there in the tunnel that they opened up the tunnel they understood that they can't stay here anymore it's not an option we can't remain in this tunnel we can't remain in sin you know the things that Jews would do and the things that Jews would not do you know nobody would think to commit adultery or something like that of that caliber but you know Mr. Kriyashima here or there but it's interesting that the Gemara, you have one Gemara that says, It's something that you can't fix up. Somebody that lived in, 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 and did, did immor committed immorality, and a mamza was born. You can't fix it up. But there's another Chazal that says that when you miss a Krishna, it's also, you can't fix it up. You can never fix it up. Everything is all relative to how you look at that particular area. I always used to say, what seems worse? To go kill a human being? Or go take a watermelon pit out of a watermelon on Shabbos? So the answer that most people would say is, killing a human being? How could you kill a human being? Even, the, even though today, Killing a human being is already, you know, everybody does it. Yeah, just, you know, check out your uh, your phones and check out what's going on in Chicago and in New York and all over the world. Plenty of killing, plenty of shooting. But let's talk for argument's sake. But it's not so. 
taking a watermelon picked out of a watermelon is a much more serious offense according to the Torah. How do I know? Because if you're Bechalos Shabbos and you're Boyer, you boil a watermelon pit from a watermelon, you get a chiyaskila, you're stoned. And if a person kills, so you get sayyaf, which is less of an aveira. Sayyaf is a sword, that's a, that's a more lenient punishment. Aside from the fact that in Naseris Adibris it says, Ochas Yemeshavis Lukatre 4th, and Leisirtzach is 6th. And we know that whatever is in Naseris Adibris 1st is more serious. But nonetheless, nobody would think for a minute to go kill somebody. But, you know, a watermelon pit? That's an option. Killing? Not an option. But Major Feinstein needed to run to the airport. He finished davening and his driver was waiting for him and he tried to urge him to come, come. It's late, the driver says. So Major says, I can't go. He says, why not? He says, there's a wall over here. What wall? There's somebody davening. The Allah is that you're not allowed to walk four hours in front of a person that's davening. There's a wall over here. It's not an option. It's all about what's an option and what's not an option. That's what a person has to train himself. You know, it's not so, it's, it's an option to come late to davening, right? It's an option to leave earlier davening. You know, you, you do the abbreviated form. But what about Chas a person loses a loved one, he loses a parent, and he's an Ovel, and he wants to daven for the Muhammad? Aha! Now it's not an option anymore. Right? He's never going to come late. And he's never going to leave earlier. It's not an option. It's all about your bar, the bar that you set. If you set the bar, it's not an option. That is what we have to teach ourselves. It's not an option. You have to take yourself a couple of mitzvahs and a couple of avayas and say, it's not an option for me to behave otherwise. I am not staying in this jail. It's not an option. I have to run away. This is what we have to do. This is what we learned from Alamalik. Amalek came and they jumped in the bath and they say it's an option. And we say no, 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 no. It's not an option. It's not an option. The Baruch should help. That we should win the war. Win the war. The war, the, 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 the fight of our lives. And be chayza b'shuva shleima b'meheira.